There's just something. You felt you it. You felt it. You feel it. You know it. You know. And I know Nolan. He wasn't. He wasn't cocky. He wasn't arrogant. Uh, but he was confident, and he mm -hmm. was driven because he was overlooked. You know. Um, he wasn't the fastest. As always, exactly. He was the you know, fastest. Too um, small, he didn't hit the most home feet. runs. You know. You so what's your, what's your podcast? The Coach HP Show. What's up, everybody? It's your coach. Welcome to the number one positivity podcast on the internet right now, the Coach HP Show. And I have right here right now my favorite guy, number one, and then I just met his beautiful wife, Millie, here to my right. I have the amazing Arenados, right? So first question for you guys, because you don't know how, how we met with, with, your, with your brother, uh, Felipe. I was, I moved back to Miami, and I started doing baseball lessons. And I started putting my content out on the internet. And Santino reaches out to me, I don't know who he is, but he reaches out to me to ask me a question on how to try out for a team. And he was trying out to FIU. Coincidentally, he was walking on. I walked on to that team and I made it. So I did a whole video helping him how to do that. No idea who he was. I had no, no affiliation. I don't know if it was this guy's cousin, this guy's nephew. I had no idea. But I do that. I get about a thousand a week and I just do that, right? Okay. I do that. I'm giving a lesson one day at the boys club and Felipe is there with him and he introduces himself to me. Hey man, I'm the, I said, oh dude, real pleasure to meet you, whatever. No idea who he does or who he is, right? After a while, once I get to know him, uh, Felipe tells me, look, Nolan's my nephew. And, and what shocked me was, which is very interesting about this, he goes, I go, man, that the guy asked me and he wouldn't ask that to Nolan. Right, because don't be the perfect guy to talk to, but sometimes guys are like fearful to, to be vulnerable and to, to tell his cousin, hey man, maybe because he might think like he's, he's, something's off, right? Mm -hmm. But then, two years after that, I interviewed Nolan at the Rawlings Gold Glove Awards. That's right. I don't know if you know that or not. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. But, but let me tell you what's special, and what's special about you guys, that this is the main reason why I'm here, because I need to figure this out. <laughs> when that kid walked in, he was wearing a, a beanie. He was wearing his jacket. He looked like he was just either coming from hiking or, or skiing, right? California. And the first thing that popped to my head is, how is a Cuban dude? Because we Cubans, our number one thing, that we want to show off, do everything. But the gold chains, and he has none of that. So I've been obsessed ever since. Stop it. Go for I've been, I've been obsessed ever since trying to figure this whole thing out, okay? I had him on the show. He's the best. I love this guy. Like, anytime I see a phone call, I get excited with her. But I wanted to get you on, too, because I want to figure out the formula of what you guys did, okay? So, Millie, I'm going to start with you. How did you raise a Cuban to be anti Cuban alade, machismo, all that stuff. Talk to me, please. Wow. Okay. Well, I try to raise my kids to be, um, I think because we're, we're people of faith, I think that has a lot to do with it. I, I, 
I, to this day, um, we'll go to a game or something, and Nolan will do something great. Let's say, you know, hit home run or whatever. We get excited, and trust me, inside I'm bursting. But I'm not the type of parent that will stand up and start, you know, screaming and ask my son. I don't, I don't You've never said, ese es mi hijo, ever. Have you ever said that? I haven't. You've never said that. That's, that's, that's big. And I, I, you know, I don't post stuff like that because... I don't, I don't need to, you right, know, right. it's posted, the team will post it, my nieces and nephews will post it, we have family, I don't need to do that all the time. Right, right. So, basically, I just feel, I'm very, I'm very self-conscious of how I behave because I don't want to be that person who's so, like, braggy or braggadocious. I don't want to be that person. I, I feel that, um... I just think that we need to remain as humble and as real and normal as we can because it's hard. No, no, super hard. Okay, so here's a question for you. Were you born in Cuba also? I was not. You were born here. Oh, that makes see. That's see, that's the hack. That's the move because he doesn't he didn't get that cube, you didn't get you got that New York clean English, very elegant. What part of New York? I was born in Queens, but I've lived most of my life in California. In California you know, there aren't as many Cubans, obviously, you know, as here. opposed to Miami, right. you know? And so, when I was growing up, it was, it's not cool not to be American, you know what yeah, I mean? That's a cool so thing to be, yeah. Like, I'm proud to be Latin, I really am, and I speak Spanish, I can read and write Spanish, but, you know, I was also very aware that you don't want to be different. You know, yeah. you want to blend. Yeah. You want to be like everybody else. My parents spoke English. Um, you know, I think that has a lot to do with the way I raised my kids. Okay, kids. okay now, here's the question. Still with you, Millie. Tranquilo. Still with <laughs> you. No, no problem. No problem. Eh, eh, it's good to hear. Faith, right? How does two people of faith meet, okay? Were you always of faith? Is this something new? Because I've noticed that kids and people of faith, maybe that's why I like talking to him so much, because I feel the faith. Even though I'm not like... Like, I don't go to church, but I feel that God with my life has just taken me in directions. It's just insane, right? Yeah. So how did you guys of faith meet? Was it there in the beginning? Did you guys cultivate that together? Talk to me about that. We did cultivate it together. Um, Fernando came. Uh, we were both brought up Catholic. Okay. You know, and we were the kind of, um, we were the kind of Catholics that, um, you went to church, we, we did our, you know, first Holy Communion, we did all of that, but we did not go to church as faithfully as we should have. Like, we didn't go every Sunday, but right. we went a lot. My parents took me to church a lot, and I'm sure his parents took them, you know, Christmas Eve. <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 the classics, yeah. all the classics. Exactly. <laughs> um, but when he, he came to faith um, right before we got married, so, okay, well, hold on one second. Okay. When you st- how long were you dating to that point? Talk to me about that. Okay, so we and why did he go to faith? Okay, so we, we, were, we dated for about five years before we got married. Um, How'd you guys meet? Right after high school, he was from Orange County and I was from Los Angeles, and he would come to like parties and you know how Cubans come yeah. to each other. So he came to our parties and he met, um, in fact, he became really good friends with my girlfriend's boyfriend. Okay. And, and then that's how we met. And um, I really didn't like him <laughs> when right. I first met him. Now, why? Because he was the Cuban guy? Yes. He was too Cuban, right? Yes. Okay. he was too Cuban. And um, 
a white two Cuban. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, too much out there, and um, and then then we started dating, and so he came to faith before I did, because I think that he got tired of, you know, the partying and going out, staying right. out late, and the friends and all the things. You know, I think he wanted. I think at a certain age, most of us, you know, we were all young, right? How young? We got married. To, we were twenty-three. I met him when I was. 20. Are you guys the same age? No. He's a year and a half older. Okay. okay. And um, he he just was. I think he just got tired, right? He got tired of yeah. going out and doing the things Certain we lifestyle. were doing. And we were maturing and growing up. And then um, so he came to faith first. Were you suspect? Were you happy? Yeah. Be- because remember, towards like, oh, this guy's gonna become a religious freak now. We're gonna yes. do Bible all the time. It's yes. all crazy because we always go and we always go to the extremes. Yes. Right. So we still got married, and we had the big Catholic wedding, okay. the whole, you know, the whole service and everything. And um, I remember him talking to me about faith and about we sh- I should read the Bible and everything. And my first, my first, like response was like. Are you kidding me? Like, you're telling me to read the Bible? You know what I mean? Right, I was right. the kind that I wasn't out there partying, doing the things I shouldn't be doing. Right, right. So I'm like, you're telling me? Now, so, you weren't doing that because your parents had been, the, set you the right way, or you just knew better? I just, I just, my parents were divorced, by the way. Okay. So I was raised by a single mom. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, I just, there was just something inside of me, you know, my mom was a good example, hardworking, Great. and I just... I don't know, that kind of stuff. Are you an only child? No, I have two brothers. Two brothers, so you're the only girl, okay, so. so. I saw what my brothers were doing. Got it. Know? And I just, I didn't want to be a problem for my mom. She had, she was experiencing the stuff. All by herself. And your dad, not stuff. in the picture? He was in the picture, but he wasn't there on the day to day. Got it, the got it, got you it. Know, being there, you know? And so I just, I don't know. I had good friends. I think having good friends is important. Did you go to private school or public school? Public. To public. My brother's when you could still go to public. Yes, public. my brothers went to private. Okay, and look I at that. And, and look at but, that. Um, I went to, to public, and I just, I was drawn to people who were, you know, I think maybe because my mom was a hard worker, like hardworking, right. good students. That those are kind of, you know, I played softball, and I was a cheerleader. Nice. You know, I liked being involved in school. And those are the kind of people that I was drawn to. Okay, and okay. I think that makes a difference. That makes a big difference. With you, Fernando, the faith thing, right? Yes. What led you to that? And then what led you to convince her? Because you weren't married yet. Because like, that's a big change to tell her, listen, did you say either we go Bible or nothing? Or did you kind of sell it to her? Or did you maybe pray on it and God took care of it? That's, Talk to me. <clears throat> that's pretty much how it was. I... Um... She knew the way I was, and I was living in the world, how they say, living in the world, doing things I shouldn't have been doing, all kinds of stuff that it was not only bad for my health, but uh, bad for uh, as a man, mm-hmm. you know? And um, when I came to the faith, I just told her, um, you know, we need to start reading the Bible together, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. And she said, you know, at first she was kinda, you know, back, she backed off a little bit and said, like, you know, who are you? Like, she was saying a little while ago to tell me how to behave. Right. Because, not because she's my wife, but she was a goody-good shoes, you know. Right, she, right, She did everything by the book. She went to college. She did everything right. And I was screwing around in the world, you know. So, all I told her was, I'm going to show you what God's going to do in my life. I'm going to show you by example. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started doing that, and everything just started changing 
and she saw what was happening inside of me that was coming out, knowing that I'm a man of faith now and I'm gonna live right and be the best husband and father I could be. I love that. I think Talk the best thing is, is that um, rather than telling people, mm -hmm. I think you need to be an example. And when, you, when people see a real change in somebody and they see it's sincere, that's what impacts you, I think. You that know? feels great. Like, 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 I feel like whenever I talk to him, I feel, I like, feel like the sun. <laughs> you know, like that. But not in a hot way, just like yeah. brightness, you know, yeah, like yeah. illumination. Every time I feel, I, I feel yeah. great. So when you guys decide to have kids, okay, that that comes along. Mm -hmm. How many kids do you have together? Three. Three. Boys. three. All three boys. Did you want a girl? I did. You did? You? No. No. You said, <laughs> did you want three? Or is that how I, the schedule I'm, played I'm out? I'm very old-fashioned, so I would be a little bit more jealous type with the right. girls, you know? Right, right, right. But um, I actually prayed for boys, believe it or not. And I just felt boys are so much easier. Right. And I felt like I didn't have to worry so much about the girls. Absolutely. You know, because... I was that guy. So you knew. I knew. You knew how to do it. Exactly. When you have, okay, so you have the boys. Give me who's older, middle, younger. Okay, so we have Fernando, uh, who's the, he's mm -hmm. 35. Okay. We have Nolan James, and Nolan is 32. And we have Jonah Brooks, and Jonah is 28. 28. So all middle names are kind of like Americanized, right? Yes. Why is They're that? all athletes, if you notice. Uh, Fernando Cousy, Bob Cousy. Okay. Basketball. We Basketball. thought it was a cool name. Yeah. We loved, I was a Celtic fan. Okay. Uh, Nolan. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. So a Cuban guy is a Celtic because they were winning. Yeah. Why, why oh, did you like the Celtics? Bird and all that. Because they were winning. Okay. Well, us Cubans is Yankees, the yeah. Reds, yeah. the Celtics. Well, I the you could have been a Lakers. Well, why didn't you pick the Lakers? You know what? I like the Lakers, but all my friends were so in love with the Lakers that I had to go. You had to the go way. against the will, huh? You know? Yeah. So. And, and I love Magic and all those guys. They, right. They had a great team. And I was a Laker back in the days with Gail Goodridge, Will Chamberlain, and all those guys. Nice. But, um, but when Bird and all them came out and the Bird Magic thing, and I just wanted to stick it to my friends. I know? like it. No, no, no. I love it. But, I love um, it. but then it's, it's uh, Fernando Cousy, for Cousy, Bob Cousy, he played for the Celtics. Mm -hmm. um, then comes Nolan James, Nolan Ryan. Uh, then Jonah Brooks, Brooks Robinson. Brooks Robinson. There you go. So. And, and how crazy it is that you would have was probably going to be the greatest third baseman of all time in the family. Um, we'll that, that's, no, I'm telling you, yeah, he's, he's there. That is crazy. So a little bit about my, my background. Mm -hmm. I'm the biggest failure in the history of Miami baseball by far. <laughs> and, and, and the reason why I say that is because I, I always gravitate towards people like, like you guys because I wonder, I go, man, how different would my life have been if I'd have parents mm -hmm. like this, right? Not that my parents were the worst or the best, but... My dad abused me physically through the sport really, really badly. Mm -hmm. And he did it in public and he couldn't control himself. And it was horrific, horrific, horrific. But that's why I got a soft spot for you. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. But, but what I do is I now try to find the balance between mm -hmm. my dad and what's happening now in the world. And the reason why you guys are a perfect uh, family to talk to is because he's still involved in baseball so he knows what's happening in 2023 mm -hmm. baseball yeah. right so now my question is what avoided you guys as a team collectively to not be people like my dad an overpassionate guy 
that prepared me for everything in life. So I have to give my dad credit because my work ethic mm -hmm. is him. Mm -hmm. My discipline is him. My respect is him. But where he messed up was when he, when I failed, he punished me for that. Mm -hmm. And I was his peacocking. And he kept raising me leagues. Oh, you're good at nine? No, no, we're going to put you with 10-year-olds. No, no, we're going to put you with 11-year-olds, right? So that's my dad. But the other side is like, oh, no, 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 everything is soft. And here, buy a new bat. And you're going to get uh, 14 lessons. You're going to do perfect game. You're going to do this. So how did you guys, okay, not lose your mind? Because I'm going to go with, the, with Kuzi. Did Kuzi play baseball? Okay. Was he any good? He was, he was pretty good. Okay. How did you deal with him? Because usually the patterns that I've seen is we're a little iffy with the first one, but we fix it for the second and the third one. How were your baseball experience collectively with Kuzi? Yeah. Go ahead. Go first. Well, I think because, first of all, um, you know, we, were, we never really dreamed that Nolan um, or any of our kids was going to have the success that he has had. Okay, that's number one. And I think that we came to faith before we had kids. So I think that just knowing that we want God in our lives, we want God to guide us, you know, and help us to raise these kids. You know, we want to raise them the right way. Because my parents are divorced. His parents were not divorced. So, you know, my upbringing was a little rough, you know, with my brothers and everything. It was really rough. So... Um, it was very important for us to raise our kids, you know, to be loving, good-hearted people, you know, first and foremost. Kuzi was our oldest, and he was a very good athlete, but Kuzi was really small. He was a late bloomer. Oh, wow. Okay? So, he loved all the sports. He was good at basketball, baseball, you know. So, you guys allowed him to play all the sports? Yes. Whatever they wanted, we were going Whatever to support Whatever they wanted, yeah, you know. And at one time, you know, he became a really good surfer. I mean, he did... But he was smaller. So baseball, you got to be strong. Right. I mean, you just, you, you do. I right. mean, Altuve is a freak. Of yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Como Spud Webb. Oy, all yes. those guys are. Yes, exactly. you know, I mean, there, there are exceptions, but for the most part, yeah. you have to be strong. Yeah. You have to be the tallest, but you need to be strong. And then Nolan was always very strong, very talented. And Jonah was also really good in baseball also, mm -hmm. obviously, because he was drafted. Um, so um, we just... I think, honestly, just the kind of people that we are, you know, and just allowing God to work through us, just kept us grounded, kept us humble. Trust me, like when Nolan was in Little League and doing mm. some crazy things, you know, sliding and making a play or whatever, we were like, oh, okay, well, you know. Now, but, question, mm -hmm. was that instinct or had you put enough hours into him to get that out of him? I, I was going to say. He put in a lot of time. Yeah, Fernando I, did. He coached. He helped them. You know, I even played catch with the boys. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we were always there. That was, we loved it. You're always in a pocket. Your yeah. eyes are, all, your life was around the field. We had a passion. We loved baseball. I mean, we're fans before. We played you know, softball together. We, played, we used yeah. to turn double plays out. No way. Yeah, we yeah. played together. Yeah. So, baseball. So, shortstop. Uh, no, I think shortstop, second base. No, yeah. which yeah. Second base. <laughs> yeah. But, um. But we did allow them to play soccer. We didn't want them to, to play football. Nobody wanted. Yeah, you don't want yeah, it to. Uh, to get hurt or whatever. So Nolan always wanted to play football. I really? mean, that was his thing. But 
we didn't allow it. So he played soccer, mm-hmm. and um, he played hockey, and then Kuzi played soccer, and he was really good at it, and then Jonah played basketball. But okay. Jonah's like really tall now, he's 6'4", nice. plus, he's huge, but um, he was normal. The heights player. come from your side of the family or your side of the family? It might be his side of the family. Probably my side of yeah. the family. I'm, I'm six feet tall. Uh, my brother Louis is like six one. Um, my dad was pretty tall. My mm-hmm. aunts were pretty tall. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was tall. He was like six two. On my dad's side, mm-hmm. not on my mom's side. He was a little galleguito this big, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it mostly comes from outside. But she's pretty tall for her. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like five seven, you know. Nice. So. Um, so it just it just it just clicked. But going back to your your question about was that instincts and stuff like that, most of it was instincts. You know, we did take grounders a lot, and and most of it was definitely instincts. Nolan just had, you know, something about him that he would just it come natural. And you know, like Millie would say, we were like, oh, okay, you know, this, that was pretty awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. We didn't, you know. You didn't go take him to Target after no, and buy him a Nintendo, and you're right. You know, yeah. Our whole, our whole like approach was that let's just keep it balanced, you mm-hmm. know. And um, when we bought them a Rawlings glove, we bought three Rawlings gloves. Got it. You know, we bought one bat or two bats, but three Rawlings gloves. You know. We never... And that was purposely done? Of course. Because you said, okay, we, we got to control this. Yeah, we got to control this. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, Kuzi has his talents, Nolan has his, mm-hmm. and Jonah has his, but we wanted to make sure... You know, it's funny because Kuzi, our oldest, he knew Nolan was good, but he didn't realize how good Nolan was. Right. Because we never talked about it. And mm-hmm. Kuzi one time came up to us, mm-hmm. <clears throat> a little emotional, but he goes, Mom, Dad, you guys never told me how good Nolan was. Like, we didn't want to because we wanted to make sure you guys all felt love the same way. And you talked about that before. Like, you probably in bed somewhere said, listen, yeah. this guy's out of control. Yeah. <laughs> and we got, so, we got something here. Yeah. And when was that conversation? Was that in was high before. school? Yeah. I was, Did you? So he noticed it first before he you? Did. He did. Yeah. And he would say, he would make comments. He'd say, like, you know, there's something go, special. There's something, something special about this And kid. I would say, like, because to me... Having grown up, like, being baseball fans, mm-hmm. you know, before my parents got divorced, we would go to Dodger Stadium. We'd go every um, old-timers. There was, there was an old-timers game. Nice. It was always on a Sunday. And it was a big deal because all the old baseball players would go back. And it was, like, a big thing, you know. And, um, and it just becoming a Major League Baseball player, in, in my mind, was just something that was just too far yeah. to achieve it was just it, it never it never entered my mind mm-hmm. let's just put it that way it just it just didn't i i tell uh fernando's story to so many people whether because ironically people now bring me on to help them with their careers mm-hmm. whether it's comedians whether it's uh mma guys mm-hmm. uh jockey a uh, entrepreneurs everything right and I always share the story of Nolan that now I'm going to share with both of you guys, but, but of him, because they go, how, how crazy were, were they with baseball? And I go, it wasn't crazy at all. It just trained. They worked. But I always, because we didn't talk a lot about faith, me and him. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked a little bit, but not a lot. But I go, there's something about that. And ironically, which you guys will appreciate this. So in 2019, I'm covering the 
Rawlings All-American, perfect game, All-American game in Petco Park. Uh, high schoolers, all seniors, mm -hmm. and the least kid that shined was Jackson Holiday. The least kid that shined. Mm -hmm. I interviewed him, okay, not knowing who he was. I interviewed everybody, but I, me cayó bien, I liked the kid, he was super cool, friendly, whatever. But every time he hit, he hit weak ground ball, second base, and like, and, and there was people that had a lot of hype there because you had Andrew Jones' son, you had Tamar Johnson, you have Elijah Green, you have guys that, out of that group of kids, I think 15 guys went in the first round. Wow. It was insane high school thing. But after, my buddy John Jay sends me a message. Mm -hmm. And Jay goes, oh, yeah, say hi to, to Jax, that's, that's my boy. And I, and I didn't put together, he played with his dad. So, oh, you're all right, yeah, I'll say hi to him, where? And then I interviewed him halfway of the year when he was already the guy. And mm -hmm. I asked him, and they talked about how not only are they huge into faith, but they have a, the parents have a podcast. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm working on getting Matt and his wife. I already reached out to him, and he's like, okay, they're in Stillwater, Oklahoma. But there was a kid there that had, he was an All-American, but he didn't have the hype of being a 1-1. But he said he went to his dad humbly and said, I need help. I had the worst summer of my life. And his dad grabbed him and he got stronger. Mm -hmm. he, he got stronger, 80 pounds of every type of exercise. And he started hitting, hitting, and it clicked, right? In Nolan's case, when did you tell her we got something special? Um, he was in he what grade? Well, maybe got a trainer. Yeah, I think it was his sophomore year okay. of high school where... What kind of trainer? Physical trainer or baseball physical, trainer? Physical trainer. You found it for him or his buddies had it? Yeah, or how did I, that had, um, I, I found it. I, f I found him through another trainer. What gave you the idea to do that? That's a big, we don't talk about that. Right. That's a big fine on your part. Okay, right. Other people are, okay, parents are worried about what of their life, where, but you're actively involved in your kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, how, how I found them was because um, there was a couple... Uh, there was a couple scouts that would come in and watch other kids and I would ask them questions. Mm -hmm. What do you think about this guy? What do you think about that? I also know a scout named Steve Springer. Uh, he has a really, uh, he has his own little CDs about hitting and, mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that. And I talked to, he got a cup of coffee and, uh, and I played with him when we were kids in football and he became a, a, a scout. Mm -hmm. And I asked Steve, so what do you see in guys and what do you see on my son? You know, he goes, well, you know, he needs to get stronger. He should be weighing about 190, 200 pounds, 215 by the time he graduates. He goes, because he's got some tools, but he just has to get stronger. He's got that Latin body. He's going to get a big old butt and he's going to be ending up behind the plate. And I don't think he wants to play behind the plate. You know, I go, no, he doesn't. He wants to play out uh, Middle infield, you know. He goes, shortstop. Oh. I remember you told me shortstop at the time, shortstop. and then they were moving. As a sophomore, he was a, a first baseman, mm -hmm. but he played varsity as a sophomore at first base. Anyways, and it, and, it, and it clicked. And I found out through a friend and another trainer, and then he started training with this guy named Jim Moss. Okay. Now Jim Moss is a sheriff, gun ho guy. Where this guy, he's. SWAT, literally, he's not, he's literally crazy, but he's a good crazy. way, yeah, a good, way. A good kind of crazy. And Jim Moss um, 
was working out with your, your manager here in the Marlins, Skip Schumacher. Okay. Uh, a guy named Reyes that pitched for the uh, Cleveland at that time. Uh, Jeff LaRue, who was a minor leaguer with the Angels. Jim and Jim Emmons worked right. out a couple of times with them too. Jim Emmons thought he was nuts. He didn't come back anymore after right. that. Right, they pushed him down. Yeah, there. So, so there was four or five of them that were working out and Jim Mouse lit those professionals up and I would park my car outside because I didn't want to be that dad, you know, go in there. I'm just going to let them do this thing. I'll wait because if I leave, I got to go. Regular back. dads don't do that. Regular guys, if they could jump on top of their kid's back, yeah. they'd do it. But I'm telling you, but you did the person you watched, okay? I just stood, and what were car. you seeing? And what were you seeing? I was seeing him coming out and throwing up left and right. Throwing up, literally. Because yeah. he was so in the workout and he was so exhausted. And at times, I'm like, Lord, am I doing the right thing here? Now, did you... Go to him at that point because, you know, moms are like, oh, we're killing him. He doesn't need to do this. Life is fun. Base sports are fun. Did you have that conversation? Did you pray about it first and then tell him or talk to me about that? Honestly, I trusted him. Mm -hmm. You had this weird trust in him that you just felt. I trusted him. I I knew that he was going to do the right thing. Okay. By no one, you know. I thought it was a little extreme. I mean, you know, this this is like, this also was expensive. We have three kids, you know, and so, like. We did what? Sacrifice. What did you sacrifice? What What did you budget? What What, a, what did you budget? Second on the house. for the for the trainer? Not just for the training. The, the tournament. Or, the trainer, you right. know, when he was going to graduate, we wanted to buy him a car. And yeah. then he also. Okay, the car process. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did we just hand out people cars? Oh. Did they get a hand me that talk to? Because that's a big deal. What was the car process? So getting a car. He got a but it was nice. What did he get? Toyota Tacoma. Nice. That's a nice car. Really yeah. nice. It was like five, six years yeah. old. Whatever. Nice. I mean, we didn't take the, the loan out just for Nolan, but we yeah. took the loan out because... For the family, yeah. For the family, for all the, you know, we had some medical bills mm-hmm. and, and um, you know, we wanted to buy Kuzi a car. He was graduating from high school. Okay. You know. So he got the Tacoma. What did Nolan get? Nolan got... A Ford F-150, 1980-something. Yes. And What color? Used, white. 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 We called it the Crapper. The Crapper. <laughs> and to be honest with you, it was the best car possible because in high school, these kids, they don't know they how to They just beat up the car. Yeah, and and, the yeah. Yeah. and you, you throw all the equipment in the bag yes. and whatever. And what did the young one get? He didn't. He he got uh, he got to drive the truck after Nolan. Right? Yeah. yeah, he got to drive. There's the a truck. lot of hits in this truck. <laughs> Let me yeah. stay no, with actually, it. Nolan used the truck, yeah. and then Geraldo Geraldito used the truck. Oh, my Your nephew. nephew used the truck. Nice. And then Jonah used the truck for a while. Right. And then Jonah really didn't get a car. He really didn't get a car until he bought himself the Jeep. Yeah, the Jeep. So nice. he just kind of used the the truck, and right. then we we sold the truck. And then he just used whatever car was available in the house. Are all the kids at Outdoor Adventures California guys because of you guys? Or is that the California thing that made them that? Well, you know, we... I think both. I, I, exactly. I was going to I think both. But we, we did a lot of, you know, the Cuban thing with families and parties and... The Domino? Would and, you play uh, Domino? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Domino and all that stuff. And, um, but the, um, most of it, you know... It's, it's the area you grew up in. Mm-hmm. In the area I grew up in, Lake Forest, California, it's, it's not like a big Latin community or right. anything like that. So, you know, Kuzi hanged out with a bunch of surfer guys, you know. He'll wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and get in that 52 degrees water, but he won't go to school at 7 o'clock in the morning. You wow. know what I mean? I'm just kidding. He yeah. would go to school, but he'd be late. And, um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's... it's oh, wait, okay, hold on one second. So, okay, when you guys saw him being late, whatever, 
How, were you guys like, no, 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 give me the car. Aquí no hay carro en esta casa. Todo mundo. No parting. Or were you like, look, Lord, help me. And we just, how would you guys discipline? Yes, both. How would you guys both, discipline? You know, both. It's funny because um, did they all have detention? They all have got detention every once in a while for being boys. party or whatever, mm -hmm. you know? And so... Um, would they hide it from you guys, or you guys would find out? They would hide it, and then... You, you get, like, a letter from the school yes. or a oh, phone call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, and then it was like, okay, sure. all right, you know. And, yeah, we would take away the car, take away the phone. Um, you know, we'd make, make a fuss. At certain know? parties, we wouldn't let them go, too, because we yeah. know the environment, you know, the... the you were involved. You knew the, the crowd, the system, right. the environment. Like, oh, everybody's doing it. Like, yeah, but we're not everybody. You're not going to that. And it's as simple right. as that. There were boundaries. And, yeah, there were boundaries. There were, yeah. Yeah. They, at what age did you start setting boundaries? Like, my kids weren't, they were never the first ones to get a phone. They were never the first one. They never got a brand new car. Right. You know, I mean, they bought their own cars eventually. Right. But we never did. We just never followed. I, I remember no one was about... 12, 11 or 12, and his soccer team, mm -hmm. they were going to, like, the finals, you know, because he played club soccer and he was on the goal, you know, and they right. were going to go to the, the championship type of thing at the end of the season, and all the kids dyed their hair blonde, like platinum, yeah. blonde, you know, and Nolan is, you know, yeah. his hair is dark, dark. okay, yeah. and um, he's like, Mom, you know, all the kids are dyeing their hair, and I said, well, you're not going to dye. Because Did you talk to him first, or you just said, no, I didn't like earrings, tattoos, no, 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 no. stuff. They have tattoos now, but they're adults. There are men, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I agree with you, with your system all yeah, the way. You know, as long as, you know, we're taking, you know, we're... You're under this roof, yeah, yeah. You're sponsoring the party, Vida. This is exactly. the rules. I love that. I love so that. So he wanted to dye his hair, and he, and he he tried to wear me down. He was like, Mom. And he was like, almost in tears. But he would never ask him. No, he didn't ask him. Because he, he would have said no. He would have said no. You know? So he kept mm -hmm. asking me and begging me, like, you're not, you're going to ruin your hair. Your hair is so dark, Nolan, that it's going to turn orange, and then it's going to take us such a long time to try to get back to normal. I'm like, I'm not doing it. You're not doing it. Let me tell you something about his hair before I forget, because it's important. <laughs> when I interviewed him, Coincidentally, I go, let me tell you something. I'm a big fan of long hair, Nolan Arenado, <laughs> yeah. right? And he yeah. told me, he's like, oh, I let it grow, but my mom gets picked when I cut it, I get in a slump, yeah, whatever. Yeah. The guy has a, as a guy who has no hair, I can appreciate a great <laughs> set of hair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, it's tremendous right. hair. He has, he has the best hair. He has the best hair with the flow, yeah. atras, and it yeah. comes out of the helmet. It's not too thick. That day that he got into the fight, that he threw yeah. the hair, yeah. there, know, a lion, you know, like, oh, which is, which is awesome. And I always tell him, like, dude, the a bigotico with a little goatee and the hair, that's the look, you know, I would, I would bring that back. So now high school senior comes, he starts getting attention, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Agents, money no, comes actually, into play. He didn't, he didn't really get an agent till almost uh, graduation time. They were called advisors. Advisor you can't time. say agent. But, they, right. but what happened was, what happened there, <clears throat> what happened there was we had a kid in our, uh, in our team is six, eight throwing 95 and I invited this kid to go to Minnesota for a perfect game showcase and um, Nolan came you know obviously me and Nolan went but I invited this kid uh, Thompson and some reason uh, this kid hit 97 that day and right away he was like the guy the guy mm -hmm. you know Al and, I, and uh, yeah Al Flack, all, all that all so <clears throat> 
So when we come back, Nolan goes, I can't believe Chad, because Chad was like easygoing. Yeah. He goes, I can't believe this guy threw 97. Now everybody's talking about him. I'm like, hey, good for him. You know, that's, that's great. Crazy. Yeah. Really? Because he's so competitive. He's so competitive. Fueled him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so anyways, that, that happened. And then he, he was the last pick for the area codes in our, in the, which is the Brewers area code. Right. Um, um, Josh Velasquez and also uh, Rodriguez. They were, they, they you said. Know the scout team? The scout team. The scout team. The, yeah, the scout team. The they area were, code also. Yeah. That's, yeah, it was the same team. Mm -hmm. So they said, hey, we got one more pick. What do you, we, it's between this kid and this kid. And they all said, hey, give Nolan a shot. And, um, and it so happens then that's when, when he made that area code team, it's when I said, okay, things are going to start rolling here, you know. Because you knew he was going to get the exposure? He would get the exposure. And he got more exposure, too, because this is, a, this, is, this is something that's always been in my heart. When we were driving to Long Beach, California, where the dirtbags play, where her, she went to school there, mm -hmm. uh, when we were driving over there, Nolan looked at me and he goes, hey, Dad, this is it. This is my shot. Because he wasn't really getting noticed, you know. He just said that out of the blue. Out of the blue. And it kind of hit me, you know. I'm like, listen, man, God has a plan, okay? Don't put, I was trying to loosen him loosen up. Loosen him up. Well, Don't worry about. Also, Tom, we had, there was Austin Romine was being recruited. Mm -hmm. He's two years older than Nolan. Right. So we saw scouts. We, we saw. Yeah, you saw scouts that were interested. It's like being at a party and no girls talking to you, yeah. but they're talking to the people. Yeah, exactly. And me and you are in the corner. Wait, what's, yeah, what's happening here? here? <laughs> we're in the wrong party <laughs> or what's going on? <laughs> they don't like bald guys here? What's going right, on? Right. All these, these players right. on his team. Or the you know his teammates right, right. were getting all attention, this attention. attention, and you'd see the scouts come up to talk to them, and they pull him aside after the game, right, and they right. talk to him, whatever. And then he was like, "And what would you guys tell him when you saw?" Him? Well, driving up there, I just told him, "Listen, God has a plan. Don't worry about that stuff. Go have fun, dude." I made it sound. I was nervous. You were nervous. I was nervous. I'm not gonna lie, but I, you know, I made it act like I, I don't care about this stuff. You know, I really don't care. Whatever happens, happens. What was breakfast on the way to these things? What would you guys stop at? No, I mean, usually we go to bagels and brew, and he would get like an egg and bagel or something yeah, like that. Okay, and, and you too? There. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Look at me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I'm big into yeah, that, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, anyways, we head out there, and that's when he said, and I said, so just go have fun. What well, just so happens that the other third baseman is a Matt Davison who got picked in the first. So, uh, first round uh, of the sandwich, what they call the sandwich mm -hmm. round. He got the he was picked in that first sandwich round, but he made the Aflac team, so that opened the door for Nolan to play the whole time. Nice, right? So what did he do? He kicked butt. He went crazy. He went crazy, mm -hmm. hitting against the wall. And if you ever been over there, that's like four twenty. Yeah, it's big. It's I've a seen. poke. It's mm -hmm. a poke. Something and he shot. I don't know about you, but in me, something just I knew Nolan hadn't peaked. There's just something. You felt it. You felt it. You feel it. You know it. You know. And I know Nolan. He wasn't. He wasn't cocky. He wasn't arrogant. Uh, but he was confident, and he mm -hmm. was driven, because he was overlooked. You know, um, he wasn't the fastest. As always, exactly. He was the you fastest. Too um, slow, he didn't hit the most home feet. runs. You know, we would hear uh, there was a kid at that because his class. It was a lot of talent. A lot of kids got drafted. Right. He played on the travel ball team, and like he won. They won the world. Baseball. Here in Jupiter. Nice. 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 Um, um, there, there was a lot of kids in his class that were getting, you know, 
so much attention, All scholarships. Attention. Or the well, parents. imagine there wasn't social media back then, like how it is now. Not as much. So no. it would have, this, this is things that not only kids, but parents aren't prepared, no. like how you're prepared. Like somehow, and I, you think it's God? I think it's God because that's too. the ultimate stop. You know, when, when I come to you, like, oh, my God, my podcast is not doing good, whatever. And if you turn on us, you know what, HP? God has a plan for you. In the world. I'd be like, okay, oh, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> right? Now, why don't more people do that? I, I, I think that, and we all get caught up in it, is I think that we try to do a lot by ourselves. Too much. Too much. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I can make this happen. Or I can do this for him. And sometimes you just, like, it's been to the point, like, we just say, you know what? Lord, help us out. I mean, we can't do this on our own. It it's too much. To exactly. Right. And, you know, we, we also we taught our kids, you know, every time something comes up or they get a little cocky or whatever, I always bring up some type of scripture. You know, Blessed are the humble. You know, mm-hmm. blessed are the peacemakers. Now, would you be like, everybody, t- family meeting, let me talk. Would you whip out the one, so that's what you would do? No, not like or, that. Or you would just, like, drop it in, like, hang yeah, it in? Yeah, I'll drop it in, in. but, but you, there's been have, some times. Yeah, yeah. I like that stuff. Be, I like that. Is it a good thing or maybe a bad thing? You don't know this. I So I do about three or five consultations, uh, sometimes a week, sometimes a month, where I literally sit there with parents. Like we're talking right now, I record it. Kids are 13 years old, 14 years old. They go to Belen, Columbus, Wisconsin here. Mm-hmm. And the parents do not know how to control their kids. Mm-hmm. And I sit there and the majority of them it's the dad that doesn't know how to dad mm-hmm. or how to father a son. It's like, yeah, they stay quiet. Sad. They blame the wife. They don't teach a kid. And I sat there in houses like this and, and a house not too far from here. And I go to that, well, okay, so what are his responsibilities? Mm-hmm. Six foot four, kid, great looking kid, basketball player. He goes, well, he, uh, he picks up after himself after he eats. That's it. And I go, that's it? <laughs> No wonder he doesn't want to do anything. You know? I think I think parents, that's the problem. They become so enamored with their the idea of what their kid is going to become. Um, and the the chances of it happening are slim, as you know. Super. You know, so I think that, I think faith kept us in line. 100%. Kept us focused on what we were supposed to do. We're supposed to we're supposed to raise these boys to become men. Mm-hmm. You know, God-fearing, responsible, mm-hmm. you know, um, good-hearted mm-hmm. men. Right. I think that's the goal. And whatever ha- is meant to happen is going to happen. And I think, I thank God that Nolan wasn't the biggest. He wasn't the fastest. No, of course. It would have you ruined know? him. And maybe he would have been like, I don't need to work as hard. Exactly. And that's what happens to a lot of people. Their kids yes. peak at 12. Yes. Because especially Latins, because we grow early. Exactly. Yeah, even though Americano, bam, 6'5", six, 6'6", yes. six, six, whatever. True. It's like, oh, that's my. Like, that's true. what we were around. We lived in Orange yeah. County. And Orange County had the best, has the best. Yeah. Team. I mean, there's a lot of good Southern Cal. Yeah. A lot of good players. You know, a lot of great high school players, you know. And like I told you, I, I knew in my heart no one hadn't peaked yet, you know? And so I was sort of like, it's not even something that's so conscious. Like, it's almost like there, kind of like, well, you know. Like the um, subconscious, like you kind of felt. Like, be patient. Whatever's meant to happen is going to happen. And it was, and then that's it. that was the beauty of this. Um, it didn't come easy. We don't have a magic formula. Mm-hmm. Um, what's meant to happen will happen if it's, God's will, you know, and I think that 
you know, we, we were hoping, of course you're hoping, you know, and I re I'll never forget the Lions tournament in, mm -hmm. um, what city is that? Anaheim. Anaheim. And it's like this big stadium, and that was the day that the Yankee scout went up to one of Nolan's teammates, who was a pitcher, mm -hmm. you know, Nolan didn't pitch. Um, he pitched here and there, but, you know, and I remember Nolan's face. I remember looking, because we went to every game, we, you know, every... And you're watching everything, yeah? We and and at that point, now you understand what's happening. So you're like, oh, mira, look, for now, mira, mira, look, yeah. the, the, yes. the Brewers, mira, the Marlins, oh, yeah, what yes. is? So we're not recognizing <laughs> these people. Don't get excited here. Yeah. Hey, don't spill your drink. Yeah. But look over there. Exactly. And so, and this is just, just before he got invited to the scout team, just before he started playing perfect game tournaments, before he um, got selected for certain travel ball teams and, and all this stuff, right? And I remember looking at his face and how disappointed. He didn't even say anything. Just the look on his face. And I thought, and it, it hurts, mm -hmm. you know? It made me sad, but like I would always tell him, like Nolan, your time will come. Right. You just have to be patient. Your time will come, and and then a little piece of me was like, oh, if it doesn't come, well, then it doesn't come. You know. Right. Right. And we even talked about that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I would say because every paper um, he would have to do in school, or whatever, you know, what do you want to be when you get older, baseball, or whatever. Baseball. It was like I want to be a professional baseball. baseball player. And I remember in middle school. In middle school. Yeah. In middle school, Mrs. Doke, who happened to be my brother-in-law's neighbor later on, oh, wow. um, you know, she was telling me, you know, Nolan always says he wants to be a professional baseball player. This is what he wants to do. These are, you know, and he was, anytime he had to do a report or whatever, it was on Joe DiMaggio or it was, mm -hmm. you know, Eric, I mean, Derek Jeter or something. And it's like the teachers are getting kind of like, come on. I remember in fifth grade, Mrs. Allen. Which is crazy. Why would a teacher do that? I, you I know, know. I know. That's but, not fair. I mean, Mrs. Allen, um, you know, she, she, she encouraged him to, to write about whatever he wanted to write, right. as long as he's writing and doing what he's supposed to be doing. But I remember in, mi in middle school, um, her telling me, you know, he should probably, you know, consider, you know, something else, like, you know, be a fireman or do this or do that. And, and he did. He said one time, he's like, well, if, I'm not, if I don't become a baseball player, I, you know, I'd like to be a fireman. That sounds fun. That you sounds know, you're cool. physical. I want to be. That's what I want right. to do, you know, something. But... Um, he just really never entertained anything else. I love that. In I his love that. heart, that's what he wanted to do. Question, know? question for you, <clears throat> for you guys. Once he got drafted, what round did he get drafted in? He was a second rounder. Second rounder. 59. 59. Okay. 59. When you heard he was going to Colorado, right, were you like, wow, or oh, it's going to be cold? Like, what was that? What were you guys telling? Or were you just happy we that he was there? We didn't care. <laughs> you didn't care? We didn't care. The, the, it was so exciting. The, um, oh, my God. He, you know, we invited the family over because we said, hey, Nolan might get drafted today. People started coming. Plus, we also played it off like it was whose birthday? Sister. It was my sister's birthday. Mm -hmm. So we played it off like a birthday. A May birthday or June birthday. Yeah. So you kind of yeah. threw it yeah. in. Exactly. Yeah. And then, Don't worry about these seven cameras that are over here. This yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> No, there wasn't cameras. There was no no newspaper. There was nobody there. It was just the family, the cousins. Yeah. I was on the uh, internet watching. Call the Orange County Register. I'm like, no way, no, no way. Because no if he perfect. doesn't get drafted, no, my God, terrible, yeah. You know, and then the newspaper will be there. Well, Why did you get drafted in the 25th round? Yeah. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? That's what you want to say. But I was on the internet and I was watching what's going on, and it was you know the first round went by. Second round was going on, and there were like 30-something, and I'm like, you know what? You know? Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. So we went outside and stuff, 
And then uh, Nolan, John Lukens. And Nolan went upstairs. Yeah, Nolan sneaked upstairs to see what's going on. He was on. getting nervous. He was getting nervous. He was. not going to happen. And then John Lukens, the uh, Rocky area scout that time, texted me and said, hey, I think we're going 59 on him. And I'm like, it's a damn time. Did you get goosebumps? Yeah, I did. But I said, it's about damn time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got this kid going crazy over here, you know? <laughs> right. And he goes, dude, relax, because we're really good <laughs> yeah. friends. You know? So anyways, and then it happened. Yeah. You went upstairs too? Yeah. And, then, and I asked him, Nolan, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm okay, Mom, but, you know, I'm just like, I'm getting nervous. Like, you know, I hope it happens. I'm like, it's going to happen. Look at that. After the first round, the guy's getting nervous. Uh, you know? <laughs> but, but it did happen, and we all celebrated, and so much for the birthday party. <laughs> but uh, it was great. But going back to what you said about parents, if you don't mind me going back. Of course. Back, we'll um, I, think, I think what's what's happening now in these days, to be honest with you, and and I hope this helps any parent out there, is, you know, we, we have to be able to say no to kids that are young that they don't know what they're doing yet. And we also, we want to be their friends, but we also have to parent at the same time. And I'm not trying to teach anybody how to be a parent or anything like that, but it's good to be your kid's friend, but it's better to be a parent because you're, you're the one that has the knowledge and wisdom that he doesn't have to make the decisions that are right and wrong for them. So I believe that the parents need to be able to control their kids a little bit more and be able to say, no, you can't go to this party because this I know what's happening in that party. Or no, you can't drive today because I know what's going on. Question for okay, that's a good, that's a good thing you brought that up. Yeah. When you do that, right, yeah. do you offer an alternative? Like an example, listen, you can go to that party, but you can do this. Or is it literally, you're not going to that party and leave? How would you deal with that? I think we've done both before, to be honest with you. But there's one, there, were, there was a time where... Um, no, tell him about that. Um, there was that prom. Yeah, the prom. Well, he, he, had, winter formal. he had a big, big showcase. On Sunday. On Sunday. Bryce Harper was there. All the yes. top dogs were there. Yelich, everything. He went 0 for 5 with 5 Ks. Ooh. Right. And uh, and I'm just like I'm biting my lip. I'm like, are, are you sure that I went to the party? Yeah. Oh, because he went to a party okay, that night no. before. He went to the he prom. went to winter. Okay. The it was winter formal because I remember it was cold and it was yeah. rainy. And he found out one of the one of the boys the group you know because they go in groups. It's right. A bunch of friends and then the girls go right, and whatever. Right. So there was going to be an after party because the parents the dad was like a race car driver or something and. Uh, and the parents weren't home. Oh. And they lived in the canyon. And you knew this, or you found out about I it after? I found out because, uh, you know, people talk. So moms a, talk. Yeah, moms a talk. girlfriend of mine, because her son was not invited, she was kind of mad. That's so she calls me and tells me, oh, you know, was Nolan invited to so-and-so's house? And I'm like, oh, yeah, as a matter of fact, he mentioned, his name was Mike, he mentioned that Mike was having some kids over. And Nolan asked me if he could spend the night, and I said no because tomorrow a big we got to drive all the way to Compton, right? Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. Urban Youth Academy. Yes, so I said no, Nolan, we can't spend the night. Well, Mom, why not? You can pick me up in the morning. This and I'm like, you're not going to spend the night. You know, I'm not going to pick you up at crack of dawn and take you all the way to yeah, Compton, yeah. and you have not slept. You need I'm like no, yeah, you're not spending the night. Yeah. I'm going to spend the night. I'm going to spend the night. I'm like because he was packing up his little clothes that he was going to change into, right, right, and I right. said. You don't need to take that. You don't need to take it because I'm not going to do it. And I, but know. nothing to Fernando. Everything to you. No, no, yeah. So he's, he, he, he knows he's going to tell him no too. Look right? at that. Look so at that. 
they, I said, you can go for a little while and just call me, you know, and I'll come and pick you up. And so he goes to the, oh, I've got hair. So he goes to the, he goes to the winter formal, then they go to this party, whatever, and he calls me and tells me, Mom, I'm going to spend the night. I'm like, you're not. I'm going to pick you up. It was raining. We oh, were in our pajamas, wow. probably watching TV. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to pick What time you was up. it? Do you remember what time it was? 12.30. one o'clock in the morning, whatever. I'm, she I'm, went. Yeah, I'm going go, to pick you up. And if you don't come out, I'm wearing my pajamas, by the way. I'm going to go inside. Okay. And I'm gonna go. I will walk in that house, <laughs> and I'm going to embarrass the heck out of you. So you better come out when I honk the horn or whatever. So he was like, I know, whatever. So we hung up. I'm like, so I get in the car, pajamas, robe, whatever. It's cold. It's raining. I'm kind of like nervous going mm -hmm. into the canyon, whatever. I picked him up. He came. He got in the car, slammed the back. He sat in the back. And he just, he, he sat in the back. Uber style. Yes. Uber. Yeah. He's in the back seat. Que cabrón. El vino. He didn't say two words to me, whatever. You know, he goes in the car. Home, James. Yeah, he gets in the car, whatever. We go home, whatever. And then the next day, we go to the, the whole thing. Okay, the whole baseball thing. So now you're there. So you're there. 0 for 5. You're ready to talk to me. What's your, what are you he thinking? He gets in the car. Well, he, he was like he, in he tears. He was 0 for almost. 5, and he was like, I, th I think I really screwed up. And I'm like, why would you say that? And he goes, Dad, I went 0 for 5. 5Ks. I'm like, so what? I told him, so what? Yeah, you screwed up. I told you, you need to, you, this is a sport and it's a hard sport and you need your rest for the, to play this sport. And I think that kind of clicked a little bit too because he took it more serious after that. And, and he Shaw, this, he was a scout. Yeah. He came up to us, he's he came up agent. to the car. He's agent. an agent. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, not a scout, he was an agent. He came up to, to us in the car, he's like, and he just peeked in the car, he's like, Nolan, you know, don't worry about it, because he was yeah. recruit. He, wa he wanted to. He wanted him, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, you know, don't worry about it, it was a rough day, but you'll be okay, and blah, 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 blah. We were just like crushed, Lincoln, like, oh yeah. shoot, you know, this is not good. He blew it. You know? Yeah. But, but it all, you know, I just told him, hey, you still got the season ahead mm -hmm. of you. These people, you know, there's other guys that didn't do well either. And they're well known, so I wouldn't worry about it too much. But, you know, we were bummed out because he didn't listen. You know, we were no. trying to help him. Right. But he, he, he made a choice, and there was consequences. That was not a good choice. Not a good choice. Not a good choice. How long was he in the, in the minors for? Uh, four and a half years. Cause, Three and a half. Well, he played uh, Casper, Wyoming, single A, high A, double A. And then he spent 28 days in AAA because, you know, they didn't want to move him up to start his clock. Right. So it's four, about four, right. it's four years and a month. Or, did, or four seasons and a month. Did he adjust to pro ball and you guys adjust fast? Or did it take some time? Or how was that transition? No, he, he adjusted okay because he was so competitive. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, I mean, to the, the bus rides and the... Yeah. And all the stuff, I think he, he learned a lot. He, yeah. he grew up a lot. Yeah. He grew up mm -hmm. fast. Him and Jonah, too, because Jonah got drafted mm -hmm. in the 26th round? Mm -hmm. In the 20th. 16th. 16th round. Yeah, but Jonah got lucky because Jonah has him yes. to, right. to kind of say, hey, look, do this and do that. Right. You know? Yeah. That's Jonah helped him. So he, he, he went to Casper, Wyoming, to a host mm -hmm. family, and they were great. Mm -hmm. um, they just so happened to be people of faith, too. Look at that, man. Yeah. What a coincidence. Mm -hmm. It's meant to be. It's meant to and, be. And, uh, and then he ended up with them, and he Casper, Wyoming, in the middle of nowhere. They, they took the team out of there because it's so far from all the other teams, you know. But he learned a lot. He learned how to, you know, uh, 
how to take care of himself or when to eat and he you know he started getting a routine nice and that's how he learned to be a professional to be honest with you. when he gets called up to the bigs where were you guys oh i know we got a big story about that let's hear it are you sure yes so so he's playing where millie and i i was i was uh i was tired from practices and stuff and millie goes i'm gonna drive to tucson I go, you're not going to drive a lot. Out of the blue. Out of the blue. Well, I'm, I just, we hadn't seen him in a, in a few weeks. Right. You know, we hadn't seen him. And so I'm like, I want to go to Tucson. Let's go, let's go this weekend to watch Nolan play. He's like, I'm not going because it's, going. you know, seven hour drive. And yeah. I and you couldn't take planes? It wasn't in the budget? Well, or? No. well it, like you'd have to still fly into, I guess. Yeah, you got to rent a car. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's have control of everything. Seven hours on the road. Oh my God! And then, and then Millie kept pressuring me, and I said, "I didn't want you to drive alone because if something of happens course, in the freeway or you know in the desert, she's alone." What are you guys talking about in that drive? That's what He's I want to know. I'm mad. I'm mad at her. You're mad because <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to drive in English or in Spanish. Oh, both, both. You're like, oh, you're driving with the muchacho. I had my weekend off plan. Like, why? He kept saying, like, why? I'm like. I don't know. I just want to go. I miss him. I haven't seen him in a while. Right. Because I had I had driven. I took my mom. My mom would. My mom was like when he couldn't go because Jonah had something going on. Right, right, right. I'd take my mom or you know what I mean. I always like I drove to a lot of these places because Arizona, you know Tucson or Scottsdale because I liked it. I like. Yeah, I Millie. Know. Millie. I do. She, she drives. She yeah. she loves to go watch. It. Any of them. And even now, sometimes she'll drive to Arizona to see the grandkids. Okay, but hold on. So you're angry. <laughs> when did your anger stop in the no, drive? No, no. So, oh, was no, it the whole way? So we, so we get to in and out about 40 minutes from Tucson. Yeah. And Nolan gives me a, a call. He goes, hey, Dad, where you at? I'm like, well, we're about 45 an hour away to go see you play. He goes, oh, by the way, I'm not playing today. So I'm like, what do you mean you're not playing today? And I told me that I told you, you know, we come over here, yet the Tito is not playing, you know what I mean? So like, what do you mean I'm playing? He goes, yeah, for some reason they gave me the day off, but now that's two days that I'm not playing. And I'm like, well, that's weird. ridiculous, that's so you know, weird, yeah. that BS is what I said, you know? So we go, well, we're here, we'll meet you, we'll go leave two tickets anyways we'll watch a game and then we'll go eat after and whatever happens mm -hmm. the next we'll hang out, yeah. you know so we went over there we were at the um, we saw the, the game that he didn't play yeah and, we then, and then we went to BJ's <laughs> and we're sitting there and I'm kind of bummed out and I'm on my phone and I see this what'd you order do you remember what you ordered no, no? no you remember what you ordered BJ's Stay. You know what, like a barbecue chicken salad? Yeah, yeah actually, it could have been that, uh, that Cajun thing they had. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Jambalaya or something like that. <laughs> I was already on fire. <laughs> Anyways, the bottom line is that I was looking no on Twitter, and they said um, Nelson, who Chris was the Nelson. other, Chris Nelson, uh -huh. uh, DFA. Third baseman for the, the Rockies. Third baseman oh. for the Rockies. And I'm like, dude, Chris, DFA. And I got chills, and I'm like, hey, Nolan. He goes, yeah, I know that. I just got this text. I go, what, is, what does that mean, dude? He goes, I don't know. Then all of a sudden he got another text. No, he got a phone call, and it was the clubby for the Triple H team. He goes, hey, Nolan, you got to come to the hotel. Uh, coach Glen Allen. Glen Hill. Yeah, and Hill, basically, yeah. yeah. He goes, Glen Allen Hill, who was his manager, said he wants to talk to you. You need to come over here now. So he got another call and said, hey, Nolan, you might go to the show. So we're like, 
what the hell's going on here? So all of a sudden, it's like, oh. So Nolan goes, hey, Dad, I got to go. I go, dude, not even every food got here. And then I told the lady, hey, here's a credit card. So we get in the car, we take off, we go to the hotel, and Nolan goes to the room. We're waiting outside, and we see this limousine out there. It was a white limousine, and we see this limousine, and I'm like, what is the limousine doing in these cheap hotels? Because, you know, in the yeah, minor yeah. they <laughs> stay in have... cheap places, you yeah. know. And then all of a sudden, Nolan comes out, and he has two guys carrying his bags. I go, dude, pick up your bags, man. Come on, do I carry your bags for you? He goes, Dad, I got called up to the show. No, and then the guy tells you, oh, you yeah. know, big leaguers don't carry their own bags. Oh, the guy who goes, big bags. leaguers oh, don't carry yeah. their bags. And I'm, I'm like, makes me want to cry. <laughs> of course, you crazy? Like, <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, Dad, I got called up to the show. And I'm like, praise God, let's go. When do we leave, you know? You guys started crying there? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, we were, we were emotional. We were emotional. We were so excited. And it just so happens they were playing the Diamondbacks. Oh, my God, what a coincidence. You were right there. Right there. So sure enough. Luckily, it was in New York because, you know, it's a 20-hour drive. Millie Lisa. <laughs> I got a full tank of gas. Let's go. I throw the towel. It's in New York. So anyway, the bottom line is there's this Russian guy who's driving the limousine, but I have the car, my car, and I told Millie, why don't you go with Nolan in the car, go have fun, talk it over. Well, it just so happens that I'm following, we go to the gas station, because this guy has no gas. Oh, wow. Goes to the gas station, he's missing for like 15 minutes, right? Right? Yeah. And, right. I, and I'm like, you know, like, we're excited, we want to get to the hotel, he's got a game tomorrow. Right. You know, and it's a, it's a two hour drive, or whatever it was, and so the bottom line is, this guy came back with a bag full of sugar stuff, cookies, and all kinds of weird Coffee. stuff. Coffee. He was like smoking. Yeah, smoking like a chimney. <laughs> so all of a sudden, I told me, a little strange. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So sure enough, we take off about 45 minutes into the drive. He pulls over in the middle of the desert, dude. Dark as heck. Wow. Nobody there. All you see is the stars, because in Arizona. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Really, really nice. Yeah. And I, and I pull out, I go, why is this guy pulling over? So he Nolan texts me and he goes, hey, Dad, this guy's a little shady. What does he say? Shady. 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 So he <laughs> we're going right to Arizona. Don't worry. So we pulled over and the guy goes, hey, I'm really tired. I need a break. I go, we just left 45 minutes ago. And then I saw that he looked like he was high. Oh, wow. So I said, brother, no problem. Grab his stuff, put it in my car. I'll drive him to the hotel. Don't worry about it. He goes, are you sure, man? Because, you know, I, I get paid for I go, you're going to get paid? Don't worry. But I can't afford this. I, yeah. I, I'll take my son to wherever we had to go. Anyway, we didn't get to the hotel till like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning because wow. of this idiot, you know? Now, when you're driving there, what are you guys talking about? We're like, we can't believe this happened. I'm calling people at, yeah. you know, late at night. Our family. Our family. Home, everybody's it, yelling. yelling yeah. Hey, and no then they're trying to figure out, like, are we, you know, should we drive? Should we fly? Right. His girlfriend, you know, like. We're trying to figure out, mm -hmm. you know, how are we going to handle this? It's a really exciting years. time, but it's also a little chaotic. Yeah, the yeah, logistics yeah. are... Exactly. I have exactly. no clothes. Are, exactly. I have shorts. I got to put me on TV. I don't yes. have the right clothes. Yeah, I'm like, me. Especially for women. You know, yeah, it's like, a big deal. You're like, oh, but come then, on. Then it got, you know... But we get to the hotel. He goes to the room. They receive him and whatever, and it's late. I'm sure he didn't sleep. So for now, you know, we go to our, our hotel, and um, I remember telling him, I just said, I got really scared. I was. I'm like, you think he's ready? And then you're like, he's ready. Oh, you know? hell yeah, he's ready. How old was he at the time? 23. Right. 
Was he 23? Yeah, no, 23, 20, yeah, he was 23. He was, uh, so at nighttime, you told me. He got called up April 28th, and they gave him his number 28. Yeah. I don't know how that. I mean, it hit me. Like, he's debuting. He's like, debuting. Yeah. like, this is it. Yeah. Like, Major League Baseball. And he know? lined out twice to uh, Parra. Yeah. Lomato. Yeah. He walked. He got on base, though. We were yeah. He walked, <laughs> but he lined out twice. Two yeah. ropes, and he dove and caught it. And I'm like, gosh darn it. Yeah. But anyways, then after that, they're playing in Los Angeles, oh, and everybody man. already bought their tickets. We had a big old way in the nosebleed section. We were able to get good seats, but he was all my family was in the nosebleed section up there, and he hits his first home run wow. over there. That everybody went nuts. You know, ironically, um, Skip Schumacher, which mm -hmm. is a really good friend of yeah. his, um, the Dodgers. It was a blowout. Believe it or not, the Rockies were blowing out the Dodgers. Wow. And um, so they didn't want to keep using pitchers, so they, Skip Schumacher came in to pitch, you know. Um, I don't think Nolan hit the home run off of Schumacher. No, it wasn't. But he hit a him. double. No, Schumacher, yeah, but he, Schumacher broke his bat. And yeah. he goes, you might have got a hit from me, but I broke your bat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, you know, it doesn't matter. They're yeah, of course, you know, of course. Schumacher's like, a great guy. Yeah, thing great I've guy. heard. His first at bat, Amazing. He, didn't, he didn't get a hit. His second at bat, he hit a like a grounder, like a really hard grounder down third base, mm -hmm. and the runner from first to second was safe. Oh, like for so the story, so he got it. He that, got, that, that took hit. out of the... Yeah. That was his first infield hit. Infield hit. Infield nice. Like, Thank God, okay, he got a hit, you know? Nice. Right. So it was, I think, his third at bat. He hit a home run. Right. And I remember I was sitting there, my mom and my mother-in-law, they were to the left of us, and Jonah, his, his agent at the time was here, and then Jonah was over him. And then Fernando was on, I think you were to my left, left of me or whatever, and all our families, so we kept waving at them, you know? Nice. And um, the people around us kind of knew, like, oh, oh, is that your son and whatever? So it was kind of, you know, they were kind of like Supporting that, yeah. So it was kind of, the whole group was there, and we were so excited. So then he hits the ball, and I remember it just kind of like, it was sailing, you know, and I thought, and I remember looking at the ball thinking, oh my God, it's going to hit the fence. Like... He got a hit, you know, hit. A, at least a double. And right. I'm looking at the ball, and it just keep, and it went over the fence. Oh wow! So but, we just, I froze in a, in a second. They're like, he just hit a home run. I stood up, and then Jonah and I were like, yeah. That's when she was like, "Es mi hijo, es mi So him and I, because nobody's in front of us, you know. So me and Jonah yeah. just like, and I just, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I, it, it was. It was a pretty cool moment for sure. And then. The greatest moment is because we grew up being a Dodger yes. fan. Vince yeah. Skelly made the call. Made the call. And we yeah. have it on recording. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the, the kid, kid from Lake, Lake Forest. Yeah. You know, it, <laughs> was, it. it was awesome. Nolan it was awesome. Talk to me about the feeling when, when he starts being good. Because now there's, there's steps to this, right? It's right. drafted, uh, minor leagues, called up. Well, oh, he's doing good now in the well, big going back, going back just uh, real quick. When he was in uh, his junior year in high school, the senior there was uh, Austin Romine, who got drafted by the Yankees, who caught for the Yankees many years. He's, and he's played with the Twins and other teams. He was hitting by himself in the cages off the tee. And I went to pick up Nolan from school. And I go, hey, uh, I go, who's that over there? Is that Austin? He goes, yeah. He goes, that's what it takes. He goes, what do you mean? I go, that guy's working by himself. Nobody around him, soft toss, but he's dedicated. That's what it takes. You gotta be good at something, and he's trying to be the best he could be in nice. the ball. And then he goes, "Yeah, you're right. You know, he worked a lot on that." I go, you gotta be like that. 
and that's where his work ethic started coming around. But going back to what you said, um, the when he starts getting good, when he started getting good, is he took train um, um, high a. Hi, hi a Jerry Weinstein, who's a catching guru, but he was his manager. In, uh, no, in, 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 yeah, in high A, Jerry Weinstein took him under his wing and was hard on him. But I told Jerry, I go, when I got there, I met him, and goes, Dad, this is Jerry, our coach, our manager, Jerry Weinstein. How you doing, Mr. Weinstein? I just want you to know, I want you to treat him like he was your own. You know, don't be afraid to write him. Because that's what happens to a lot of these guys. They got these kids, and the, I hear this a lot, that the professional coaches don't want to ruffle right. any feathers because they want to keep their job. You're going to get being on the moon. Right. They want to take the credit. Exactly. They get out yeah. there and stuff like that. So Jerry took him under his wing, and he goes, oh, he's, gonna, you know, he's such an easygoing guy, and he's a, he's a good friend. Whenever I call him, I could call him any time about baseball. He still helps the Colorado Rockies. Nice. This guy's 70-some years old, and he's the best shape I've ever seen. Wow. He's amazing. And I, um, I, I, uh, I told Jerry, just write him, don't be afraid. And then Jerry took him under his wing, and he made him take pre-games. Nobody takes pre-games in pro ball. He made him take extra grounders, and he, him and another uh, gentleman from, he, I think he was working with the Atlanta Braves, um, I want to say Smith, but I could be wrong. Anyways, he was another one that took Nolan under his okay. wing. But Jerry Weinstein was the, the rover. guy. He would yeah. come and right, he was a yeah. rover. But Jerry Weinstein was the guy that took him under his wing and told him, hey, you could be special if you work at it. And, and he took, took to heart and he got a routine and, and did his thing. Money doesn't buy happiness, but it buys a lot of things, mm -hmm. right? Of course. When the big contract comes into play, right? What are you guys telling? Because what, what I love about this, I, I want to hear what you guys are telling each other, well, right? Versus, versus the world, right? Because how are you hearing this? Are, wait, we're expecting this much? Talk to me about that. Okay, well, first of all, when he got his first contract from um, the draft, I told him, they're not going to go buy no Mercedes Benz and that's a porqueria. Right. You're buying a used Tahoe that you can throw all your stuff in. So we bought a two year old, it had 24,000 miles on it. Great shape. What color? Black. Okay. He blacked it out. He blacked know. it out. I don't have a problem with that. It's still not at 90,000. Glad. Or on G-Wagon there until right. they go crazy. Exactly. He so wouldn't he, have bought that anyway. He, he bought that and he, he loved it. Had it for four or five years before he got rid of it. When the new contract came up, I go, if you want to, you know, Troy Tulewiski had a Ferrari. Carlos Gonzalez had a Ferrari. They were like always in competition with stuff right. like that. And... Um, and when he got his contract, I go, hey, you can buy whatever you whoa, want. Whoa, hold on, hold on. So he's a man already, but you even called him, oh, I want to talk to you, you can buy whatever. How, how did that conversation go? Did you just call him out of the blue and go? No, no, not to call him out of the blue. He goes, dad, you know, can you believe Well, he I lived go, with us up until. Oh, yeah, and you were saying about, you know, responsibility. I had a major leaguer take out the trash on Tuesdays and a minor nice. leaguer bring it in on Wednesday. <laughs> I love it. I you love it. I mean? And my neighbor's like, dude, Fred, I can't believe you got a major leaguer taking out your bath. I go, dude, he's living under my house, man. You know, he's, he's still my son. Right. I don't care who he is. I love it. You know it. what I mean? I love it. So he would take out the trash. Jonah would bring it in or vice versa, you know. But when he got his first contract, I go, hey, you could get, you know. No, what the big one. About? The big one. I'm talking the about the big one. No, when he got the big one, we just say, hey, just be smart. And I'm sure Millie said something. Did you guys get together and do it? Or like you and your time and you and your time? How did no, you do No, no. I think I did I did it my own time because he asked me, Dad, you know, can you believe this? I'm like, yeah, dude, you know what? Do what you want to do. If you can help your brothers out, that'd be great. But that's up to you. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, but if I, if if it was if it was me, I told him. But if it was me, I wouldn't go crazy. Okay, mm-hmm. be be frugal with it, because all these guys that go nuts, and then before you know it, they're scrapping. Right. You know, I don't care how many millions it is. Yeah, you can go through it. You, you can go definitely through it. go through it. Yes. So um, so that what happens. So what does he go do? He bought a night. He buys a nineteen seventy two Volkswagen van. Nice. <laughs> you know, hippie. Yeah. Yes. Really nice. But it's super nice. And I'm like, are you serious? You, I didn't even want him to buy that, but I found it for him in Carlsbad. Mm. Are you sure you want this thing? And he goes, yeah, this thing is mint. It's sick, you know, and this and that. And I go, all right. Did he black that out too or no? No, no, you know, no right? this thing was already like almost original. <laughs> it had a little vintage little yeah, look to yeah. it. He sold it already, but that's one of the things he bought. And he put then, his surfboards in it. Yeah, he put, and what else did he, he bought? Uh, what, what other car did he buy? When, when I interviewed him, he was homeless at the time. <laughs> Because I remember him and Chapman. <laughs> no, it was him and Chapman because they were, they were the, they won the, the Silver Slugger. Because, you know, there's, a, there's, there's the, the Platinum. 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 They won the yeah, Platinum. Platinum. They saw there's a picture yeah. of me. I both, I'm in the middle of both of them, and I'm talking to Chapman. He goes, where are you going to put this? And his high school coach yeah. was there. And Chapman goes, well, we're gonna, we can't put it in your house. I don't have a house. Right. Yeah, we're going to stay with Chapman's house. So yeah. it was this, this whole thing. When we had like two questions, I could talk to you guys all night, but it was getting yeah, yeah, late yeah, no, for you guys late, here. Absolutely. It was getting late for you guys, especially West Coast guys. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, I took a nap. <laughs> took a nap? Oh, she's ready. We love it. Yeah. This is not that bad, right? No. This no, is no, cool, right? This is fun. It's really fun. So, when he call, so he calls me probably like a year ago, and he's like, what is this, all this podcast thing? I, I, I go, you got to do it. Yeah. I, go, I go, you got to do it and talk about what you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, you have such interesting stories. That, yeah, having your son, a future Hall of Fame, all stuff is great, but that is what attracts people to you, right? But then what brings them back is your guy's personality. That's what separates, that's the beauty of your position. You got that, that you can literally talk about your faith in a, in a, in a fun way. You could talk about a million things. He goes, you know what, parents, I'm saying, the fact that he's still involved with baseball is huge. And I told him, I go, I would do it. And you don't do this for money. No. You do this because you love it. Look, I'm here almost at midnight on a Thursday. Yeah. I set up everything here, whatever. Because and you I help and, 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 and I love it. Yeah, because it helps me. But I love this. I love I love meeting great people. And I'm like, let's give these people a platform, this family, and what happened? You know what I'm saying? So that's why when you were yesterday, what question? This. This is it. The truth. The stuff. We control it. And I and I think you guys should do something. I think you should do something where you just talk, no pressure, once a week about a topic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Read the, the quote that, that you brought, the, well, the Kelsey one. One thing I wanted to tell you, oh, tell because you help, you help a lot of kids and you talk to parents mm-hmm. and everything. I think the key is um, we didn't drive this. Nolan drove this. Yes. This is driven by Nolan. This is who he wanted to be, and he worked, and Absolutely. He worked his butt off. I mean, he, like, he didn't go to the beach because he didn't, like, he didn't like getting sunburned and having to play, you know, yes. or throw the ball, whatever, and being all sunburned. Yeah, but all, a lot of credit of that has to go to you guys because... We miss weddings. He wasn't a kid that... See, like, I remember you just said that. I remember one time me being at Miami-Dade, and I was fried because I'd gone to the beach before, and I was mm-hmm. tan, whatever. But I always had a thing against my dad because of the way he abused me and enslaved me. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to high school and I grew and I kind of became a man, I go... Oh, wait a minute. It's almost like when you leave Cuba, mm-hmm. you're like, this Castro guy lied to me. Look, this, uh, America's great. That's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I would always try to stick it back to my dad. Like, oh, you see. And it cost my whole baseball career. Mm-hmm. Because when I needed to shine the most, 
Yeah. Here I was done, and when I should, and I also had a lot of identity issues that you guys don't have. Like I always wanted to be, because I was getting abused and I didn't have anything, I didn't have a car. I had the, other than, thank God, I did not get sexually abused, which that's, I think is the worst, right? Of course. But what I had was, I didn't have anything because my dad had me with him 24 seven. I'm with a bunch of old, my dad's the youngest of 15 kids. Oh my God. Okay, I'm with a bunch of old guys doing their family all the time, hearing stories about Cuba, this and that. I'm just sitting there like, what am I doing? I don't have a TV in my room. I don't have any cool clothes. I don't have a cool haircut. I got nothing going for me except my look, my height, and my physique, whatever. But I was a complete disaster. So anybody that looked different, mm -hmm. that's who I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And it's what cost me my whole base because I was the right. I should have been the reverse. I should have been a hitter like Dave Maggot. Mm -hmm. A contact guy would have been great. But I wanted to be like Jose Canseco because I wanted a la de la teja. Because I didn't have that. But the beauty of what you guys did is from what I recognize here today, is you allowed him to be him yeah. without manipulating his life, and you allowed him to fail, and when he failed, you didn't go, I told you so, piñazo this, grounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said, listen, there's consequences to be paid. You're yeah. paying them now, but it's okay. You're going to get them tomorrow, and that is huge. That is huge to me. Read your quote, and then I got two last questions. Okay. So um, whenever I travel... <laughs> And I travel a lot, obviously. Um, not, not only to go see Nolan play, but I go see my grandkids because they live in Arizona, mm -hmm. which is a five-hour drive. And I sometimes drive, but I, it's an hour flight, so I'd rather just... Now fly. we're flying, right? Ah, the way, yeah, it's different. Yeah, yeah it's different. But um, so when I was at the airport this, just the other day, um, I bought the People magazine. And on, on the cover, like I said, it was, um, they, it was the story was about... The main story is Travis and Jason Kelsey, because, you know, now they're everywhere, mm -hmm. and it's, they're, you know, a big deal or whatever, and I was reading about them, and they seem to be very down-to-earth, simple, mm -hmm. you know, people who happen to, their both sons happen to play football, and now they're blowing up because they played against each other in the mm -hmm. Super Bowl, and then um, Taylor Swift is dating Travis, mm -hmm. or whatever, but anyway, they, um, in, in the article, they talk about, um, Jason and Travis talk a lot about um, their parents and the way they were raised, you know, with, you know, good, solid values. And they're from Ohio, I believe, mm -hmm. or whatever. And this is something that stuck with me, so I took a picture of it. Travis's mom says this. She says, it may seem simple, but if they know you took the time to come and watch whatever endeavor, sports, art, music, you show them that you value them as human beings. That's all you need to do as a parent. And it hit me, and I, I thought to myself, yeah, you know, I'm, we're so proud of Nolan. Mm -hmm. We really are. But I'm so proud of my older son. You know, he's in the business. Um, he works for... He's an agent, right? It's a, an investment company. He's an, okay. He works for an investment company that handles super high-profile athletes. Nice. I mean, like, the top of the top. And, and he gets to experience this whole... Thing by going from a different, different things, yeah, from right? a different thing. And then Jonah, who played in the minors and decided not to play anymore, um, he's an agent now. So and he works with Nolan. You know, he's like basically he tosses to Nolan. They spend a lot of time together. Nice. And for us as parents, it can't, That's it can't huge. be any better. That's huge. Because as the bigger you get in this game, you know, baseball or whatever it is, um, the harder it is for parents to. Still stay Don't be around. Look, listen, you know? I, I'm listening to your guys' story, and I used to see it when I was in the nightclub 
whenever I would see a parent uh, hang out with their kids and their kids are like 20 and above, those are good parents. Yeah. Like I'm sitting here now at 40, I just turned 45 two weeks ago, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, I haven't spoken to my dad in five years. Mm -hmm. I haven't spoken, my mom all of a sudden got weird. I don't know, my parents got separated when I was 30, mm -hmm. right? My, my mom finally couldn't take it anymore. Uh, my mom, I am in a relationship with her that I text her for my birthday. I text her for like very like political for some reason, right? Mm -hmm. My sister I haven't spoken to in probably seven years or so, right? Wow. And they're all like 10 minutes. I can literally see everybody, right? But, and I'm doing the most work. Like I am like the thing, you know, like I, 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 what I do, my parents would be so proud of, but there's some weird thing there that I'm like, it's okay, maybe it's part of my journey. Because mm -hmm. I don't, because we grew up, my dad was my manager, my sister was a scorekeeper, and my mom would videotape my games from age three to probably high school. That wow. it. Every single day. We ate together, we sang dinner table, mm -hmm. no, like that. My, we never ate pizza after the game. Everything was like, la cocina, la casa, comida. That's how, that's how this we are. But for some reason, I love this because for my family now, uh, I plan to stay forever with my wife. I've been lucky. I married the love of my life who I went to high school with, oh, and I man. saw her. I was this is the most gorgeous girl I've ever seen in my life, and I married her 15 years after that because I took care of her best friend's bachelorette party in Las Vegas, and coincident, I moved to Miami to be with her. Yeah. And I started Coach HP because uh, I felt the man upstairs was talking to me yes. and goes, the legend's not going to die in a Las Vegas nightclub because I had already accomplished everything. I'm in private planes. I'm going to EBs. I'm going everywhere. And I'm lucky I don't drink. I don't do drugs. So I'm, I'm, I'm an anomaly and I don't gamble. Yeah. Right? And I built this thing of relationships. And I try to tell parents, I go, this is a relationship play. Because you can't control you're going to have a Hall of Famer or an agent or a realtor. But life is a relationship play. How many games do you guys go to now, coincidentally? You do know, you go to St. Louis games or do we, you? We, we do. Millie goes to more games than I do because I'm by like the, the, my baseball club. Should he get rid of that club or no? Is no. He go, what do you think? I give, give him two years. Two years, right? Okay, go for it. It keeps me young. I'll tell you why. Two uh, years. But we, I, I don't want him to be, to retire. Right. To my soul and the yeah, locura yeah. and the parents. At the same time, I like that he's helping kids. That he's doing something. And, yeah, that's and, special. You know, and yeah, you're, you're just trying to develop kids to play the game that we love. Right. So it's, it's, it's a win-win. How many games do you guys go to? I, together. To, together? Together we go to... I don't know. What do you think? 12, 15? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, not a whole lot. You'd be surprised. First of all, she goes to more I than I do. <laughs> when they play in Los Angeles, she has patience to get on that freeway and be stuck wow. in hours here. As long. I, I don't. I go by myself. I don't. I don't. I just... I feel sometimes, well, because obviously, you know, if he's in Pittsburgh and Philly or whatever, I mean, I can't. No, can't no, no, but, but it's just, exactly. So maybe the close but ones. I, I, was, I have this feeling, because we have a lot of friends all over the country, and when I hear that someone's going to go watch him play, it makes me feel good. It, it's, to this day, he's a grown man, and he doesn't need me there, but I don't like knowing that nobody's there to watch him. Mm. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. I, I've, never, I've never seen him play live oh, wow. at all. I don't know. We're going to fix it this well, year. We're going to yeah. fix it when, my, when they come exactly. here. Exactly. We're going to I, I love to go to the home opener, for mm -hmm. sure, you know, and whenever yeah, it comes to California. Packed, yeah. And the playoffs. Obviously, the playoffs. The playoffs. We're, we're, yeah. we're, all right. And, like, you know, San Francisco, I've gone, That's nice. you know, I've gone by myself. I go with, I go with friends or whatever. Nice. Whoever else also has sons doing this thing, you know, I will go. 
Um, I'm not afraid to go by myself. Okay. I love to watch them. Last question. I always tell this to everybody. <laughs> okay. I can't thank you guys enough for, for doing this. I'm, I'm so appreciative. You each have to ask me a question. Okay. And I'll answer. So question for me. You want Millie can go first or Fernando can go first? Question. Let me think. Think about it. Let me see. My wife. I know my wife is texting me. Oh, yeah. But, but you think about it. Go for it. Okay. So, you have, you have two kids. Yes. You have a daughter and a son. A daughter and a son. Five-year-old daughter and a three-year-old boy. Three Will you, like, do you want your son to play baseball? No. I, 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 want, I would like for him in the sport world, I would love him to play golf. Good for you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I see the baseball side of him. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to prevent him from that. In fact, everybody would always tell me, oh, uh, when you're on the clock, I would change. Because I'm a coach HP, I miss a positivity, I'm, I'm this, I'm, I'm like that, but I'm not on the clock. And that's why one of the reasons I was happy to have a boy is like, I can tell people, watch. Watch this dude mess up and watch what I'm gonna tell him. Mm -hmm. Now, watch him disrespect somebody and then watch what I'm gonna do, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's what I'm, because I'm always looking for failure because that's where I can come in mm -hmm. and go, nope, that's not what we do here. That's not what we do. Just like when, look, uh, he had a little thing, he's three. So when he was two, he'd come, and i go, Papo, come here, and he would hide from me. He hides from me, and he laughs. He goes, Daddy. And I, I literally made him one time 50 times. Super fun, super relaxed. Papo, we're going to practice. And when Daddy says, come here, you got to come here. Mm -hmm. And I love you, but you got to come here. You got to, because he's, he's, he's like my best friend. He's, he's like what I, what I didn't have. He's like, he kisses me, he says, Daddy, I love you. He goes, yesterday we're driving. He goes, he goes Daddy. My favorite color is light blue. You like light blue? And I go, yeah, Papa, I like light blue. He's like, I'm going to share with you light oh, blue. Nice. See, so you see that, and you're like, oh, my God. And he's super cute. I'll show you a picture. He's the best. So my answer is, is, is yes, if he would. If he wants if to. If he wants to, you know. I, I want golf. I want a bunch of things that isn't what I did. I don't want him to play. I don't think I'll be in Miami long enough to, for him to. I don't want him playing baseball in Miami. I've never been a fan of what happens here mm -hmm. in any capacity. Yeah, it so it's too crazy as to that. But my answer is uh, golf. I work with one of the best golfers uh, awesome. on the mindset. Uh, I have a 12-year, uh, I think he's 11 now. He's in a, he used to be here in Miami. He moved to Raleigh, North Carolina. And I was with him uh, last year. And we, we did a whole tournament in the weekend. So beautiful. beautiful. Raleigh's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And I fall in love with him. And I love living amongst Americans. To me, that's like the home run. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Fernando. Have you forgiven your dad? Absolutely. I, I, for, I even all, everybody. Like, I don't have any problems with nobody, right. but I know what's good for me, and I know the characters of the movie already because right. I've known it my whole life, right? Yeah. You're a guy that something's happening with your son now, and you know how to maneuver. I've heard in this company, you guys have the, the tax to maneuver. My family doesn't have that. My dad is a guy that says, oh, it's the classic Cuban guy. Right. So it's literally like, you know, the guy's a ticking time bomb. Right. So why am I going to be around that? And then worse, right. why am no, I going to expose sure. my family of around course, that? 100%. But I've forgiven everybody because I, am, I feel that I am living on bot time already. I'm so happy in my life Good. that I can't lose. You know why you're happy? Because you were able to forgive. Because mm -hmm. those that can't forgive 
can't have peace. Yeah, they, can't, they hold it they inside. Hold it inside. And, and it and might that's die. what the Bible says. Yeah. That, you know, blessed are the peacemaker. You made peace with that. Yeah, situation. of course. And, and if my dad calls me now, I would say, listen, this just happened because I told you, don't, you can't do this to me now as a man. I told him right. before the incident happened, I go, do me a favor. Uh, this, 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 and that. Look, this is what you taught me. I had to respect in you. Now you're coming to my house. You have to respect me. I'm trying That's to, right. I'm trying to raise a family. I'm trying to do stuff the right way. I don't want my wife to do with the. And the same thing with my mom. I remember telling my mom, "You can come to his house whenever you want. There's no issue here." But I don't believe in drama. I don't know. No, and I don't believe in complaints. I'm telling you right now. If you, this is the protocol. Ready? You call me. We fix a date, you come over. Is that cool with you? Cool, perfect. I'm not going to be after you. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's not how I'm built. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? For some weird reason, I don't need anything exterior. I'm so happy mm-hmm. in life and what I'm doing yeah. that I'm like. And, and you do a great job with this. You know? Great job. Oh, I listen to your podcast. Dude, I love. I'm telling you, <laughs> the, he calls me, oh, the one with this guy, with that guy, this yeah. and that. I love it. Yeah, when, when you come out on the podcast, I go, I, I listen to it all the time. And I wish there was more, to be honest with you, but I know you'd be burned out. But no, I'm glad you were able to do that because that, that is huge. That is huge to be able to forgive. And, you know, we, we have issues. We, I mean, we all have issues. And, and I always, she could tell you, she could vouch for me that I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. You know what's a good deal? You're healthy. I'm mm-hmm. healthy. My wife's healthy. Your kids are healthy. That's bigger and more important than anything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it. I got to get these guys to bed here because they've crushed it. Fernando, Millie, Arenado, we're going to see them in spring training. We're going to see yes. them in the season. Yes. Hey, open a Bible. Maybe maybe that's maybe as well. Open a Bible. You never know what, what's going to lead you there. It's your coach. Love you guys. We'll see you in the next one. God bless. Very good. Hold on here. Let me do a little... Do a live video here real quick. Here we go. I have like this hair. All right, here we go. So, I have Fernando and Millie Arenado. How was this? Talk to me. How was this podcast experience? Millie, you go first. How was it? Oh, it was amazing. It was really fun. I, I felt really comfortable just talking about raising our kids. And, um, yeah, it was really fun. Thank Fernando, you. you're, thank you. You're a veteran already. How was this your second time on the show? Talk to me. Just as good as the first time, even better. It's been great, especially with my wife, Millie, here, and the coach. Oh. He's the man right here. So we're uh, very blessed to be able to do this. And I hope that we'll be able to help any family out there that will be, we'll be a blessing to them. There we go. Yeah. Hall of Fame son. There yeah. we go. Uh, we'll <laughs> very good. <laughs>